Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is episode 269. And I am joined here by my awesome co-host, Amanda Powell. How are you? Oh, doing well, as always. How are you, Ralph? Very, very good. Happy Friday. We're recording here on a Friday, which normally we don't do, but... We got like this bouncy energy here today, yeah. which is really cool. <laughs> I'm Might not it. <laughs> be just because it's Friday, but it's because we've got an awesome guest here, and his name is Manuel Suarez. He's the CEO of Attention Grabbing Media, which is a marketing agency that helps businesses provide value for their customers, establishing a strategy to reach their ideal customers. What that all means is we're going to be talking about how they actually do it with a seven-step process that allows you to penetrate social media in highly competitive markets. It's actually not as competitive as you all think it is, but some people tend to think that it is. And uh, really excited to get into these steps here with Manuel. So Manuel, welcome to Perpetual Traffic, man. Ralph, Amanda, it is an absolute pleasure for me to be here with you guys. That's for sure. Yeah, it's great. We were actually talking before we hit record today. We sort of know each other kind of virtually through conferences, and that's kind of the way that it is in this industry. That's right. And it's it's sort of funny because we were talking about this with, uh, we had an, an agency customer call right prior to this. We were all talking about, like, well, all these things like Zoom and doing things virtually, you have a part of your team now is virtual. Some are in a physical office. Like all of this is sort of second hat to us in this tiny little digital marketing world. But outside of it, we're like le the leading edge, like the bleeding <laughs> edge. And people really want to understand like all the stuff that you do, not only on digital, but how to run a, a virtual business and sort of, you know, work things like Zoom, which we so always seem to sort of have a problem with uh, every time we record. But <laughs> don't know how it happens. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's kind of cool that you know, we've, we've been able to sort of create this, this industry, this digital marketing industry, which is now going a little bit mainstream here. So the things that we're going to be talking about aren't necessarily just for the perpetual traffic crowd specifically, but it's for anybody who wants to penetrate the social meteors, as Frank Kern always used to say when he was our longtime customer. But so tell us about like what you guys do at uh, Attention Grabbing Media, which is a great name, by the way. And I know you sort of started similarly to how I did just as a consultant, a small team. Now you've got, you know, over 50 people and growing and obviously really doing some great work for your customers. Yeah. Thanks, Ralph. Um, question. Are you hundred percent virtual for tier 11? We are. Yeah. You are right. Always I, I started like that yeah. in all honesty, you know, I have 68 staff as of today, as of this recording and always looking for more and adding more staff because it's like you were saying on the intro, right now, 
this is such a hot commodity, digital marketing and mm. understanding these platforms. And I'm seeing all these companies trying to pivot and shift over their energy towards this new world. And we have been positioned in this world for quite a while, Ralph, you longer than me. And I guess we got lucky, right? There's a, there's a quote from uh, Seneca that I use a lot on seminars and webinars that he says, what, is, what does it mean to get lucky? It's in preparation meets opportunity. In, mm-hmm. a, in a way, we have gotten really lucky because I know, I know I can tell you that I have people every single day trying to figure out themselves, how can they take a part in this world? Even though people like you, uh, people like Amanda, digital marketer, mm-hmm. like all of us have been preaching for so long mm-hmm. about, hey, jump on the social media opportunity. Hey, there's an <laughs> opportunity. It's a wave. Why don't you write it? It's going to pass you by. Don't be one of those guys that are saying, I wish I would have jumped on the YouTube wave. You know, don't, don't be one of those guys. Right? So I've been talking about this for a long time. And right now, COVID-19 has presented an acceleration that we knew was going to happen in 10 years on the line, maybe. We were going to be online first, eventually online only. This just has been massively accelerated. So in our world, our commodity, which is, which is digital marketing knowledge, intellectual property has become that much more valuable. But I started my agency and we'll get into a little bit of my story, but uh, I, it was all me. And then I had two partners and then we started building all of it with remote workers. So it was all 100% virtual, except my partners that were with me. And I started building a team afterwards. So I have 68, I have 21 local. And the reason why I started building a team, it's, I, I guess it's twofold. Uh, one, I have a business called Natural Slim, which mm-hmm. my agency is obviously, this is the biggest client for my agency. And it has mm-hmm. been for years. I happen to own Natural Slim. I own AGM. So I have the best of both worlds. It's mm-hmm. fun to do it like that. So we have Natural Slim has a building so we have taken over and shared the building with them. I call it taking over because we eventually added more staff than them here locally in the office over here. So, and also because I, I really enjoy, I'm a, I'm a very social person and I enjoy just hanging out with my guys and my team and, <laughs> and it's fun and I enjoy the energy and the activity. And, but I can tell you that we, we actually had COVID come into our building and we had to close for several weeks and- yeah. We expanded. We had our highs every month being closed. Really? The month of, of, I believe it was June, we closed for two and a half weeks and we broke our income records that month. That month. So I'm not keeping a lo- local office because it's better. I think it's something that I just enjoy building that culture locally. But we can build 100% and we'll be just fine. And that's the opportunity that we have today. And that's what we have at AGM Marketing. So we service all kinds of businesses. We talked about that at the beginning when, you, when, when we were chatting. I, I service uh, e-commerce brands and people that need leads and softwares and services and personal brands and digital products, et cetera. And that's what I do every day. But it wasn't always like that. Maybe like you, Ralph, I don't have a marketing certificate hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. I created my own, my own path with training and studying and implementation along the way. That's for sure. Well, I mean, experience and actually doing it is the best education yeah. you can get for That's sure. So true. <laughs> and I actually thought about this the other day. I actually did go to school for marketing. I can't did believe you really? it. Yeah. <laughs> did you really? I feel like you graduate. I, I did actually graduate. Barely. <laughs> that doesn't. I didn't learn anything there. I mean, plus, I don't know how many years. That was a, a few years back. <laughs> 
So it wasn't really relevant, but everything that, you know, we've learned is, is well, a lot of it came through like Ryan Dice originally, which is sort of a strange sort of thing, the first digital product I ever bought. But it was all learned by stuff that we paid for. Like that was the education. And then mm-hmm. the doing it and losing thousands of dollars was even further education. I was doing it for myself. It sounds like you started the same way here. And I think that's the only way to do it. And it is funny that this digital marketing, direct response, whatever it happens to be like, you know, for us, our business has never been stronger now coming out of COVID, which I hope it'll last, you know, economics set aside. But point is, is there all of a sudden there became this even more surge in demand. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, whenever Facebook or Instagram, which is all we do at Tier 11, is in the news more, it's like it drives more interest because people are saying, geez, that's influencing like a presidential election like it did in 2016. <laughs> so it's more awareness. But also, you know, we had a ton of customers that had, you know, their retail or their bricks and mortar business just dry up. But they had this little Shopify store over on the side and they never really did much with it. Now they're like, all right, transition over to that. And that's now now that they're bricks and mortar is coming back, their business is even more powerful. So COVID in a lot of ways has made a lot of businesses that we've dealt with, ours included, even stronger, which is a very strange outgrowth, as tragic as this whole thing has been. Sounds like it was in your building. It was in my house. My son got it. You know, thankfully he was okay. But like, you know, what doesn't kill you does make you stronger. And I think COVID is one of those things where you know, if we do come out of it eventually, it'll continue to be sort of a defining moment in our lives for sure. What a year, 2020, something else. Unbelievable. So let's get into these seven steps. And I think this is going to be interesting because I always love to hear someone's take on the, the same general things that we all know, like Amanda knows this stuff, like content marketing. I know advertising and, you know, how to market, but it's always really interesting to hear somebody else's take on it. And in your case, it's really interesting because you built an extremely successful company around these seven steps, but also enlisted your dad as the social media star. And we were talking pre-record. I'm like, I could never do that with my dad. I mean, rest in peace. My dad passed away a few years ago. But the point is like, this is an amazing story. And now it's a hugely successful business where you're implementing all these seven steps. So kudos to you for being able to do that. And, you know, I might have to get your dad on a perpetual traffic episode and see what he has to say about it. Yeah. And this story is so fun. And it's just like probably one of my favorite stories in terms of growing a business, but also just growing a personality in general. I think it's fantastic. It's been a lot of fun with my dad. <laughs> uh, I can tell you that much. I, I, my dad has always had entrepreneurship in his blood. So much so he was, he's a businessman. I mean, we we don't have enough time to talk about my entire story with you guys today here, but (laughs) we go way back when I was a kid, he had a toy store. You guys already know my last name is Suarez. In Puerto Rico, we had a company called Suarez Toy House. And back in the day, Suarez Toy House in Puerto Rico, which is a small island with two two million people in it, was like a big deal. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we have, we have Toys R Us that went bankrupt a couple of years ago, but yeah. Suarez Toy House was the Toys R Us in Puerto Rico and in the Caribbean. And, and he made a lot of money with it. And it was my grandpa's business and they did fantastic with it until Toys R Us came about. It's crazy how this whole thing's like all of it 
repeats itself throughout history. Right. Because then, then Amazon came around, Amazon oh, came and Toys R Us disappears. And mm -hmm. who knows? I, right now, it's not in the foreseeable future. Somebody doing this to Amazon, we'll see what happens in 50 years or so. But this <laughs> has happened many times and it happened to us. So our family went bankrupt twice. First time when I was 10 years old after being very rich with the soy, soy uh, company that my dad had, bankrupt, lost everything. My dad went into rebuilding for years. He actually was an alcoholic. So the whole thing kind of like developed and the whole family went, uh, fell apart. And the rest of my years from the age of 10 to the age of 20, I lived in poverty. I had nothing. I had to figure it out because my dad and my mom, after 19 years of marriage, went bankrupt, both of them divorced, separated, and it all fell apart. So then I had to figure out, and at that point I was a horrible student, coming from myself, got involved with dark things and drugs and all things that in, in a small island, like the one that I lived in, is very rampant. Mm -hmm. So I was a part of that world for, for quite a while until I escaped and I went to a different country because I had to. I kept on going mm -hmm. back to the same problems. Went to Mexico. I went, met my wife, and then I, I came back to Florida, to the United States in Florida, and I got a job. But then, what happened? Two thousand and eight happened, and then the economy collapsed. <laughs> and for some strange reason, some bank decided to lend me two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to for me to buy a house in two thousand and eight, in the middle of like still the bubble. I think it's two thousand and seven, before the whole thing collapsed. And mm -hmm. I said, Hey, I got no money. I got no credit. I got $40 in my, cash, in my bank account. Can you please lend me some money? Oh, sure. Why not? 0% down. I got a, a, a house. And so 2010 hit and I already had, again, nothing, bankruptcy. So my whole process, Ralph and Amanda, starts with uh, necessity. Somewhere in 2011, having lost everything and now having three children and looking at them and wondering what the heck am I going to do with I don't have Ralph's marketing certificate, not even in the drawer, right? I don't have <laughs> anything. I had to figure something out. And that's where two things happened at the same time. My dad was struggling with the business in Puerto Rico. Uh, as you guys might have heard, Puerto Rico has been hit by economy, bad governments, hurricanes, earthquakes. I mean, it's been like nonstop for years. Mm -hmm. So the island was like in trouble and my dad was losing his business. And I saw him do a seminar and I said, we got to we got to start. We got to do this in today's world. And today's world includes, let's do a YouTube channel. Let's get you in front of a camera. And we started creating a channel called Metabolismo TV. And funny story, Ralph uh, and Amanda, something that I got to give credit where it's due. It all started with Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It. And studying, uh, yeah. <laughs> and studying Gary V's concept of wine library TV, which goes in line with the first step of the formula, which is figuring out the superpower. Mm -hmm. uh, and what we did was that we said, okay, dad, what is your superpower? Let's see. What is your super skill? What are you good at? And if you don't know, let me know because I'll tell you what it is. And he's like, <laughs> well, son, he was 62 years old at that point. He's like, I'm getting old. And I'm like, okay, fine. But you have a certain passion. Uh, you talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. In dinner time, we're all tired of hearing out of it. All your, <laughs> your kids were sick and tired of it, dad. And, but, <laughs> and, and you don't stop talking about it. And I try to get you to get entertained with my children and, and you don't get entertained. You don't care about anything except this <laughs> subject. So what is your superpower? And he said, okay, well, son, my, my superpower is health and helping people improve their energy and their metabolism. Mm -hmm. Perfect. You got it. We're going to go down that, that route. And we put him in front of the camera and for a good six, nine months, 
he felt like this old crazy man that nobody was watching, that nobody was paying attention. And we just kept on doing it and kept on doing it, which is, Ralph, you and I were talking about your episode number 269, which is this. That takes persistence. You got to be able to put your head down and do it without having to, you know, how many comments do I got? How many views? How many subscribers? And that is where a lot of people fail at. So this, this step right here, which is the superpower part, you got to be willing to go for that process. If you really care about it, you got to be willing to put your head down and work because if you don't, everything else will fall apart. If you're looking for income in the next two months and you won't make it unless you generate that income, then you know, might as well go get a job and go down a, a different route because it is a competitive market out there, but anybody can make it if they just go down the route and persist. Some people are going to make it faster because they're better than the other ones. And that's a fact. Some people are natural. My dad kind of like evolved and he became a natural and I think uh, that's 2012 when we created the channel. 2015, after three years of hard work, we celebrated 100,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. 2015, three years later. Fast forward the story, we crossed 3 million subscribers a few weeks ago. Social media, he's an international powerhouse. This guy has influenced the lives of millions of people. Our business, which was going broke in Puerto Rico, barely generating $100,000 a month, and dying because they were spending $120,000 a month, now is going to cross $50 million this year internationally, just $25 million in the United States alone only. And this is all part of that story of like getting my dad to communicate to the world his superpower and his super ability to help others with that information that he would take for granted, that we were all tired of, his children, (laughs) but the world out there really, really needed and could use to improve a particular aspect of their lives. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. I love this story so much because it's not even, you know, there's a certain marketing aspect to it and definitely, you know, finding your superpower. But I feel like it's just a story about like human resilience. 
resilience and persistence, exactly what you just said in terms of like just continuing to push forward and then finding your dad's superpower is something that I love so much because I think your dad is such a unique personality. I think that's what makes it so unique and so fascinating. I'm sure why so many people have fallen completely in love with him because when you're so persistent and you start getting in front of people, which you'll talk about through your, throughout your process, these certain people can become so lovable. Such a fascinating story. And there's so much that's gone into the business and so much that's gone into, you know, making it work. I just love that. And he's, he's not a doctor. He's not a nutritionist. He's not <laughs> supposed to be doing this. I can tell you that, that he, he does have a community of, of experts, quote unquote, that mm-hmm. don't believe he should be doing that. And he still has developed this humongous audience that goes to war for him. When anybody, <laughs> anybody comments anything, he is definitely somebody that I admire that much incredibly because he, he set his path and he built it along the way. And we joke about that. I went to Gary's office, to Gary V's office in 2017. We are actually, one of his episodes called uh, The Daily V's, I think is episode number 37 called Jersey Boy or something like that. My dad, myself and my wife, we went to Gary's office. We had a meeting one-on-one with him. Uh, long story uh, for another day, but one of the things that I, we told Gary joking is like, look, look Gary, and, and D-Rock was there and we said, we copied and pasted. We plagiarized you in and out. Your channel was called Wine Library TV. Our channel was called Metabolismo TV. And, and, <laughs> and even, even the look and feel of the whole thing. And he was like, I love it. I love the execution, right? So we, 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 started, we got motivated and inspired with that route. But it's incredible. Yes, what, what we've what we gone to where we're at today would not have happened, Amanda, if it wasn't for pure, sheer sheer motivation to survive, we kind of had to like, it's or else, right? What do we do to have a better quality of life for ourselves? At this point, uh, we do what we do because we're into now helping people. A lot of people say that, you know, they, it's a cliche like, oh, I'm in business because I want to help people. Not really. The, the beginning story of your business creation is generally, I need to improve my quality of life. But then Absolutely. as you transition uh, uh, and you have developed your business and you're doing well and you don't really need anything else anymore and you have everything that you could possibly need and want, then it could become more of a passion, which is where people like my dad is at. I'm getting there. Like I'm into helping people and providing value and less like doing other things. And I think that road is a really clear road for anybody to be able to grow a business if you really have the intention, pure at heart, that you really want to create a difference with people along the way. That's your superpower. And that's what you got to figure out. So how do people figure it out? And we're sort of into the first maybe one or two steps here. We've sort of uh, gone into as far as like how much content you guys have created around (laughs) his personality and his passion. But you obviously looked at him and stated like, I know what your superpower is Mm -hmm. because you were so close. And obviously you were the recipient of his lectures at the dinner table, which, (laughs) you know, I've done that myself to my sons. But (laughs) point is, is like you did it, you identified it to him. For the listeners of the show here, how did they identify their own superpower to really get to step one? Because all the other six steps really flow from that. What would be your recommendation? Right. What is your message? How does your business help people? What is the reason that you got into business? What is what you consider to be your ability? What are things that you consider to be skills? How can you make somebody else better? 
with your products, no matter what that is. Are you an entertainer? That's a superpower. Are you somebody that inspires people? That's also a superpower. Are you an educator? Like I myself, I consider myself, I wish I could consider myself an entertainer, but I try to be funny and it doesn't always work out. So I'm going <laughs> to skip that part. I'm an educator. And, and uh, people like you, Ralph, yourself, you're an educator too. You know how to break down and, for example, find somebody that has an ability to market products or services and ask questions and break it down and also build your organization and your agency and deliver quality products. That is a superpower in itself. And, and, and I think anybody that has a business generally takes it for granted. I mean, even, for example, if you go into some, something as boring as accounting, taxes. Mm -hmm. Well, man, sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but when I talk to my accountant, he blows me away. Uh, I have to, he gets me a whole email, <laughs> right? Like right now we were doing, um, I told you guys a story about, you know, things that we're handling legally. I'm not going to get into with like my dad or like, you know, um, setting up our future, right? And uh, that we're with the CPA and we are with lawyers and we're going over the details and they write me this whole explanation as to <laughs> What could be done in regards to the laws, Puerto Rico laws, United States law, state laws, and taxes, and gifting, and, and all that stuff? And they break it down, and after I read it, I don't understand a single word of what I just read. <laughs> and I replied to the email, and I said, all right, guys, I'm going to ask you for a favor. Can you please, and I am paying them a lot of money, right? Because these guys, they sit down, and they break it all down, and they're going to send me a yeah. bill. So I say, can you please explain in just a few sentences, as briefly as possible, what it all means? And then they come back and they explain, Manuel, what this all means based on the article such and such and such, and based on this particular section right here, is that, here you go. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. These guys <laughs> just saved our business millions of dollars because mm -hmm. they discovered something that I wouldn't have discovered. And sometimes... You don't know what you don't know. And, and that, mm. that is so incredible that, you know, you miss out on opportunities because you think you know it and you don't. And something like that, which is a boring subject, you can find a real superpower that really helps people. And let's say on that, mm. on that same example, Amanda, like talking about content, uh, on that mm. same example, you put this accountant in the CPA to start teaching people about these things, you're going to get an audience you're going to want to learn about it. I, I wish that I had, you, you know, uh, Ralph was saying at the beginning, like, it's not really as competitive as you think. It's right. You're mm -hmm. absolutely 100% right. I wish that I had a CPA teaching me about wealth building that can really give me a breakdown. And whenever this person has a service to offer, I wouldn't even go anywhere else. I would yeah. go to that person. There's not enough of that. There's not enough of these professionals that are well-educated, that are well-informed, that have knowledge that they take for granted, but we wish we could have. So my recommendation to anybody that's listening is that you got to figure out what is the purpose of you having that business? Uh, why did you get in it to begin with? Do you have an organic garden and you sell organic products because you believe in the nature and you believe that you're going to be able to extend the longevity of somebody's life? Well, that's a huge superpower. And you got to talk to people about it. And you can either write about it or you can take, create a podcast or you can do videos or you can do infographics. There's so much that you can do for you to communicate that superpower. And in the long run, if you do things right, if you continue listening to perpetual traffic, if you get educated, <laughs> well, you're going to know what to do with these people that are consuming your content. And that's the number one thing that everybody needs to understand. And it doesn't happen overnight. That's for sure. It never does.
And it's interesting because, I mean, this this podcast, you know, your YouTube channel is all really one and two of the two steps. Like, for example, we just decided, well, we're going we're gonna to do a, a show about traffic on a podcast. That's all we do. We obsessively communicate about it. Mm-hmm. The thing that we're highly passionate about. And you know, I think we're, you know, based upon the listenership, people seem to understand what it is that we're saying and get some good <laughs> results based upon it. But it is kind of just that simple. It started with an idea. You know, we first started this show. It's like, what do we really love to talk about? What do we do that that we're highly passionate about? And even though there were other Facebook and Instagram ad experts, other you know traffic experts that were out there, our voice is different than everybody else's. And that actually cuts through the competition. And your dad, for example, is, you know, a guy in his, you know, mid to late 60s, maybe 70s, I'm I'm guessing. Like his approach is different than all the other people that are out there talking about metabolism or diet or health and wellness. And that's your superpower. And that also makes the market less competitive as a result because nobody does it the way that you do it. Right. And, and I rinse and repeated the process again. It's not like I got lucky one time with this process and, oh my God, I'm so lucky that that's my father. And, you know, it's not for any skepticals out there, which I know, you know, we can be skeptical sometimes, especially of the subject of marketing. Sure. Um, <laughs> I have, have gotten lucky enough to rinse and repeat this process over and over again. I, 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 Ralph, my agency, which started with me only and now has 68 staff and I get to have a seat on the table with some people that I only would have dreamed about many years ago. It started with me exactly doing the same road. Uh, I didn't advertise. I don't advertise for leads. I never do. I just get content. I just grab my superpower and I communicate it about obsessively, which is the second point on this particular step, which is the seven step sequence here. So I just do it all the time. Like I have another client uh, who's been with me for many years now that I had the pleasure. This guy is incredible. Obviously, we're talking a little bit about unicorns, uh, which are mm-hmm. like this content creator guys. Uh, and we can talk about more specifics about what to do if you're, you, you don't feel confident, which it's crazy. But I just interviewed Dr. Berg. I don't know if you guys have heard about this individual. Have you? I, off the top of my head, no. Okay, well, you're, you're, not, you're in the marketing world, maybe not in the health world, but Dr. Berg. <laughs> He's an international super powerhouse in the subject of health. And his mm-hmm. subject is a ketogenic diet. That is his, he's a keto king. Uh, mm. He is, he's the God of keto. Uh, he's it at the top. Sound familiar. <laughs> yeah. He's at the top of the mountain. Um, he has over 4 million subscribers on YouTube. He has mm. uh, a humongous following. One of the biggest Facebook messenger channels We're we're a big advocate of the Manichat platform. For example, 2019, Dr. Eggberg's channel won the Messenger channel with the platform won the most engaging bot in the world. He has an incredible content machine, but I was able to get this individual and get him seen by millions of people. He, he just crossed 1.2 billion views on his social media and YouTube content last year. He has a superpower and he just communicated about it nonstop in a way that people could understand it. And if you figure that out, and if you put your head down and you do it, it doesn't have to happen years on the line, but it can happen fast because I still think that there's massive opportunity. And I don't know about you guys, but I think the market agrees because they, you, if you look at what's happening with a company like Facebook, wow, these guys are like blowing up. Uh, <laughs> they're going to be the next trillion dollar company. I don't know if you guys have followed the stock market, but they're, they're going on, a, on an incredible exploding trend that it's like almost like the world is waking up to what this powerhouse company really is about. 
and what it can do for us. Absolutely. I mean, that brings us to step three, which is, yeah, you're obsessively communicating about it, but you still have to provide value. You just can't get on there and tell jokes, but unless jokes are what you're doing <laughs> yeah. in business. Maybe you're a comedian. <laughs> Maybe you are a comedian. Maybe that's the way to do it. You know, like I, I stand corrected. Absolutely. So you provide that amount of value. Like, how do you know if you're providing value, mm. especially early on? I heard this statistic. I think it's probably still the same, Amanda. It's like the average blog, the average podcast lasts anywhere from two to three months because people like they don't want to pay it forward. They don't want to put the work in or they run out of ideas or energy because they're not getting any real positive reinforcement. Like, you know, first couple of months of our show, we didn't really get that many people listening mm -hmm. and we just kept at it and kept at it and kept at it. And it's like, I kept saying to all, you know, the co-hosts at that point, it's like last man standing here. It's like, <laughs> we just have to keep going and moving forward and be very, very consistent with it. But at the same time, obsessively communicating about what it is that we knew, but providing value at the same time. And I feel like that's why, and I'm sure you'll expand on this, but I feel like that's why step one is, I mean, all of your steps make sense as they flow into each other, but that's, you know, why step one is it has to be your superpower because if you're not passionate about it, exactly like you had already said in terms of like your dad wouldn't stop talking about health subjects because he's passionate about it. So he knows he's like a wealth of information. Right. And I feel like that's how you know you're providing value because you're when you're passionate about something, that passion will transfer to other people. And also when you're passionate about something, you know what questions people are asking because you've probably asked them yourself. You know, in terms of like being an SEO geek on this side of things, like when someone asks me an SEO question, you can generally answer them because I've nerded out on that subject before because I'm passionate about that particular subject. And I think that's exactly what you're describing with your dad is he's so passionate about health that when he talks about it, that passion comes through, which is why it can't just be something that you're mildly interested in. It's something that you can really get behind because when you get behind, people will start to feel that momentum that you're pushing because other people want to be passionate about something too. And if they're seeing your passion and your drive and, you know, what you're, you're that you're actually providing something that's extremely valuable because, you know, you've lived and breathed it for however long, that's what's really going to like stand out you know, in the competition or make you stand out. It's what makes you unique, which is why Ralph was saying there's not necessarily like how much competition is there really when you're focused on something that makes you or your business completely different from everyone else, right? A hundred percent. And the other thing about that, Amanda, to complement that point is that we don't really understand our true abilities until we discover them. It's incredible. And and we go through that. That yes. You know, I, I remember my first podcast because I have a podcast too. And I, the first one I've been doing, I think for three years, you guys absolutely trump my consistency <laughs> in a big way. But I, I have a podcast too and I provide value in it. But if you go back to my first ever episode and you compare it to the way that I am right now and my delivery, it's gone through massive transformation. So the transformation as a content creator, as an individual providing value is inevitable along the way. So what I like to tell people is like, look, that first year when you're mm -hmm. doing it or the first six months, 
you got to realize that it's not really for them. It's more for you because you want to get used to your own voice, your own value, your own communication, your own look mm-hmm. and feel and all of it. And, and I can relate to that because I didn't feel that I would be good at, you know, for the first time that I ever got on and actually the first, my first ever live seminar was in January 2017. And the reason why I had a seminar, which was in in Las Vegas, I had an e-commerce friend. He was actually one of my mentors. His name is Ben Cummings. He would teach me about Amazon and Mm -hmm. learned a lot of things from him. He's a good friend of mine now. He saw my expansion and my results. And because of that, he said, can you come speak? And I said, can I? Can I really do that? Mm-hmm. And I did it. And I created this crappy presentation that looked horrible, which was <laughs> right now I can just look at it and put it in a museum, like my first ever webinar or seminar. Whoa. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. So he put it there. Uh, I got on stage and for a full 10 seconds, it felt like it was 10 minutes. I was wondering what the heck am I doing here? I'm about to get down and I'm looking at those people listening to me. There's 50 of them there. I don't even know. I don't belong. You get all these feelings of like insecurity. I don't know. So far, it feels like everybody that I know of goes through that. I was interviewing Dr. Berg. I have my own weekly show called The Social Marketing Hour, which I do on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And I was interviewing Dr. Berg as a content machine that he is. And, And he told us his story, even though I worked with him for four years. I never knew this. Content machine, all right? This guy, 3,000 videos, incredible individual, such a content producing machine, which is unheard of in this world at, at the level that he's at. There's very few of them like him. He did public speaking, fear of public speaking training. He was so afraid of the way that he would speak that he would go out and get drunk afterwards to deal with his like... <laughs> Things that you don't even know, right? So it's, it's very normal that any of you guys that are listening to us right now, that you're wondering, do I even have this in me? Or is it even possible? Or should I be a personal brand? Or should I just do, well, there, obviously there's other routes. You can, you can be a podcast host. That's such a good opportunity right now. You can be a writer. But somehow, either you or your team around you, you must create a superpower team of providing value especially in this world right now, which there's opportunities, a lot of them, but there's also a lot of skepticism in regards to brands and products out there. And if people don't see you before, if they have not been in contact with you, I mean, I even, I think on a recent podcast with you guys, Ralph, I I heard one of your experts or yourself talking about how instead of seven touch points right now, we kind of have to touch them, what, 10, 12, 12 times or... I don't know if it was you guys talking about that, but we have to have multiple touch points with people right now to get mm-hmm. them to trust us. And now more than ever, and this is a roadmap to accomplish that, that when you present an offer, which is the last step, which we will get to, hopefully, right? we will. When you present an offer to these people, they are more receptive. They can listen to you. They can listen to the offer because it's not like completely stranger to them. They understand that you've been down the road with them and you communicate and provide a value along the way. And you have to kind of build that along the way more than ever right now, more than 2019, because we have the situation right now, which who knows what, where it's going to end? It's, there's a lot of uncertainty right now in this environment. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said. The first six months are mm-hmm. for you. Because <laughs> you really do have to get good at it before. And like be comfortable in how you actually deliver. It does. 
whether or not that's the whole 10,000 hour <laughs> rule or whether it is or not, I'm not really sure. But the point is like that's, you know, between that two to six months is when people typically give up. But if you can break through that, that's really for you perfecting whatever medium it is, whether it's YouTube, whether it's podcast, whether it's blogging, whether it's, you know, you got to find your voice. And then after that, it's for the audience. All right. So that's where we're going to end it this week. So stay tuned till next week to see exactly what happens. We're going to talk about all that and get into some real nitty gritty here. So thank you for listening for this week. This has been tremendous, man. I'm so happy that you came on today's show. Uh, if they wanted to find out more about you and what you guys do over at your agency, where would where would folks go? Uh, Ralph, well, my agency is AGM Agency. Like you said, it stands for Attention Grabbing Media, uh, agmagency.com on social media. I walk the talk. So I'm the first one to tell you that I don't present offers to people along the way. I just basically educate all day long as much as possible, hundreds of publications a week. And you can find me on Facebook, Manuel Suarez. You can find me on, on Instagram, Mr. Manuel Suarez, Mr. Manuel Suarez on LinkedIn, Mr. Manuel Suarez uh, on YouTube, Manuel Suarez. And you find me there. That's unfortunate enough to not have such a, it's not a, such a common name. So if you search Manuel Suarez, chances are, even if you Google it, I'm going to be one of the first ones to show up. <laughs> yeah. Easy to find because you, uh, you're obsessively communicating about these seven steps. Too. That's right. So, I walk the talk. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been tremendous. Really, uh, really appreciate you coming on this week's show and definitely check out everything that he does, Manuel does over at Attention Grabbing Media. And we will leave all the links and all the resources that we talked about on today's show. There are quite a few of them in our show notes. So head on over to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 269. Manuel Suarez, thanks for coming on PT and bringing it today. Awesome. It's been a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you guys very, very much. Great. Till next week, everyone. See ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.